Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm very thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at Job in the ancient world, specifically something from Unearthing the Bible by Titus Kennedy, 101 Archaeological Discoveries that Bring the Bible to Life. Great textbook. I encourage everybody to get it, pass it out. And... Uh, it says this, page 44. Let's just dive right in. Again, thanks for being here. Share with your friends, family, church family. Leave a five-star review. Helps people find us. Maybe make a journal or a notebook of things you find interesting. And listen to our playlist. Subscribe. It says, date 1700 BC. It was discovered in Mesopotamia. And so it's got a couple great pictures of it in here. As This is just, I can't tell you how wonderful a book this is. There's a few books like this, just, just to get it, really. My Harvest House, Unearthing the Bible, Titus Kennedy. An ancient poem written in Akkadian, that's mentioned in the Bible, Akkad, A-C-C-A-D in the Bible, by an author named Kalbamum, Kalbamum, K-A-L-B-A-M-U-M. Tentatively dated to around 1700 B.C. and referred to as a dialogue between a man and his God. It addresses a righteous man's suffering and his conversation with the God. Now, Job is usually acknowledged to be the oldest book written in the Bible. It was written in the 1400s by Moses. Obviously, it goes all the way back to the beginning. And so this is going to be somewhere around the time of Job. It is known from only one existing copy consisting of 69 lines on the front and back of a tablet recovered from southern Mesopotamia. This would be near uh, the Gulf and all of this. Or... Wisdom literature, Eridus down here. Wisdom literature for Mesopotamia and Egypt has been preserved from this period and seems to have been prevalent theme at the time, although the wisdom genre from Egypt usually focused on stating wise principles than on human suffering. A lot of people compare it to the Proverbs of Solomon, actually, the Egyptian. The poem begins by describing the dire situation of the man, lamentation to his lord, the god, and his question about why he's suffering since he does not know what sin or sins he has committed. Sounds like Job and especially his friends. The middle section is fragmentary and thus difficult to understand. Near the end of the poem, the God states that he is creator, helper, protector. Ha! Huh. Let's see. Jesus, creator. Jesus, the Holy Spirit's helper, protector. Yeah, provider. Yeah. Of eternal life. It concludes with an exhortation and promise of prosperity to the man who then makes a final prayer that the God would make his way straight and his path open. A personal God addressing a supplicant in this matter is unique in ancient Mesopotamian literature. Boy, so much religion has been violent through the years. A lot of human sacrifice. <coughs> Even like <coughs> burial practices in the Far East and the ancient Near East in Egypt, you know, you might have been okay being a servant to a king till the king died, and then you were buried with him. <laughs> a lot of times, not good. Marriage, same way. Due to obvious similarities, dialogue has been compared thematically to the book of Job from the Bible. Both are in poetic form. Both have a protagonist who undergoes unjust suffering. Both have communication between God and man, and both have a resolution at the end of the story. According to a few historical markers in the text, the setting for the book of Job can be placed in the general period that this Akkadian poem was composed or just before. 
The poem shows that these questions were being explored and written down around the time of Job. While the basics are similar, Job is clearly monotheistic, explains the suffering due to Satan, and is considerably longer. And again, nobody says this is Job, this Sumerian tablet, Mesopotamian tablet. But what it does show is that that genre of literature was in existence during that time, showing that you know Job's not an outlier, so to speak. It's got a footnote. I always like to read the footnotes if I can. Extraordinarily small print, like five-point print or something. So we'll see if my eyes can do it. I don't wear glasses. I'm 57. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> a similar Babylonian text called, uh, let's see here, is a problem. Ladai Bel Namaki, or I Will Praise the Lord of Wisdom, dates to about 1000 BC. The author questions the guard Marduk about why he's been forsaken and describes his suffering. Eventually, the man has a series of dreams which Marduk sends messengers and finally relieves his suffering. The story then ends uh, with praise and a sacrifice to Marduk. This poem, the polytheistic and Babylonian its theology, has been compared the thematically to Job. The basics are similar, but Job is clearly different theology, explanations much longer. His life predates the composition of the Lodlai Bel, let's see if I can get that, Nemeki by centuries, Lodlai, L-A-D-L-A-I, I think. It's small. <laughs> Bel Nemeki, N-E-M-E-Q-I. I can read that. The I's and the L's are getting, maybe it's Ladile, L-A-D-I-A-L, Bel Nemeki by centuries. So, just fascinating. Again, this is a great book, but fascinating comparison between the literature of this particular poem and Job, which is considered poetic or wisdom literature. Hey, again, thanks for being with us, and uh, join us daily. Share, pray for us, and we'll talk with you later. God bless you. Bye-bye.